Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, July 13th, 2018. Yes, that's right. Friday the 13th. And today I'll be talking about San Francisco and what is happening there, including what economic impact it is having. It's bad luck, I suppose. If you can attribute characteristics deliberately caused or caused by stupidity to just luck, it's indeed bad luck for the people of San Francisco and for all the tourists and business visitors who choose to visit that afflicted city. The city of San Francisco is afflicted, all right. It's afflicted with the results of Democrat politics, including its status as a sanctuary city in California's status as a sanctuary state. The answer to the tourist question is the title of this report. No, I'm afraid this is now normal. Here in the once great city by the bay, just listen to what some people who have seen it firsthand have to say about it. A tourist from Australia on social media said, quote, Is this normal or am I in a bad part of town? Just walk past numerous homeless off their faces, screaming, running all over the sidewalk near Twitter headquarters. Then a murder scene. Wife is scared to leave the hotel now. End quote. A visitor from London wrote, quote, I'd been there less than a day just wandering around the center, already seen more than enough poverty and suffering to cause me wanting to leave desperately, end quote. The president of San Francisco Travel said, quote, The streets are filthy. There's trash everywhere. It's disgusting. I've never seen any other city like this. The homelessness, dirty streets, drug use. On the street, smash and grabs, in quote. San Francisco Gate reports, quote, a foul odor permeated from a massive bag of human excrement left on the street corner in San Francisco's Tenderloin District Saturday. The horrendous smell and sight quickly gained notoriety when a Reddit user posted a screenshot of a report made to San Francisco's Citizen app for identifying crimes. 20 pounds of feces dumped on the sidewalk, the report called out, in quote. The human feces left on the street in 20-pound piles is just the result of thousands and thousands of people permitted, no, invited to the city to live on the streets without housing and without access to restrooms. Many of these people are IV drug addicts, as we will see later in this report. And the city makes it easy for them with free needles by the tens of thousands. And now, at long last, the results of the concerted actions of the Democrat politicians in California and specifically San Francisco were starting to have a significant economic impact. Hotair.com reports that tourism is big business in San Francisco, bringing in $9 billion a year to the city's businesses now. A major medical convention expected to bring in 15,000 visitors and drop $40 million in less than a week has decided it will stop bringing its members to the city by the bay because they don't feel safe walking the streets. Well, folks, the report doesn't say so, but a major medical convention with 15,000 visitors sounds a lot like the American Medical Association to me, the San Francisco Chronicle reported. Quote, it's the first time that we have had an out-and-out out cancellation over the issue. And this is a group that has been coming here every three or four years since 1980. 
Good for the AMA if that is indeed the group that canceled. It's time people started to vote with their pocketbooks and let politicians feel the impact of their decisions. The doctors told the San Francisco convention delegation that while they loved the city, post-convention surveys showed their members were afraid to walk amid the open drug use, threatening behavior, mental illness that are common on the streets. So the once beautiful, once great city of San Francisco is filled with homeless camps, open drug use in public places, violent crime, petty crime, 31,000 thefts from vehicles in 2017 alone, which is 85 per day, seven days a week. Garbage, drug needles, human feces are ubiquitous sights and smells on the streets of San Francisco. Tourists coming from the third world long for home where they don't encounter so many mentally ill, dancing, screaming, begging drug users every time they step outside of the Ritz-Carlton. Speaking of economic impact, the city government doesn't like all this negative publicity because, quote, it's bad for business, end quote. The city government would rather quietly increase homeless funding by another $29 million on top of the already $300 million it spends and hope that solves the problem. Some businesses have benefited a little, however, since people are afraid to leave their hotels, their restaurants, and other shops Inside hotels are doing well. I'll wager that taxis taking people to the airport have done well, too. Thank you, Governor. Thank you, Mayor. And a big thank you to the San Francisco City Council. You managed to turn one of the most beautiful cities in America into a public sewer in a fairly short period of time. I've spent many happy days in San Francisco during my travels Around the country and across the world, I have nothing but fond memories, cable cards, the Golden Gate Bridge, beautiful hilly downtown, etc. I'd like to keep those memories, so I will not be going back anytime soon. If that were all, it would be plenty. But it's about to get worse because Democrats are planning to make every big city in America just like the city I just described. How will they do that? With open borders, that's how. Massive, unrestricted immigration from third world countries and peaceful, healthy, attractive cities do not go together. San Francisco has been subsidizing bad behavior from the third world for a long, long time. Now it's suffering the consequences. The city council will not consider the only thing that will actually solve the problem, which is deport people and police the streets. Instead, the solution is extract more from working, tax-paying people and paper over the problem. Now, the Abolish ICE movement wants to bring this to the whole country. ICE is the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Branch of Homeland Security. It does not have responsibility for policing and stopping illegal border crossings, which is the province of the Border Patrol. Instead, ICE, which has about 20,000 employees, is responsible for finding arresting and, if necessary, deporting those who are already in this country illegally. It's the enforcement of immigration law on the books passed by Congress that the abolished ICE people don't like. They were happy when Barack Obama was president because he would only let ICE look for aliens who were serious, violent felons. Not even all of them. Everything else was catch and release. So those who favor open borders were happy. President Trump, on the other hand, has directed ICE to actually do its job and deport those here illegally. That's the law. 
Those in California who apparently want the entire country turned into a third world sewer, like San Francisco, don't like the law. So they declare themselves a sanctuary for criminals. Abolish ICE means abolish the border to unrestricted immigration from the third world. It would be fair to refer to the abolish ICE people as border abolitionists. As one podcaster I listened to recently said, abolition of the border is abolition of the nation, a nation without borders that it can protect from invasion is not a nation anymore. Abolish ICE, i.e. abolition of the nation. These people somehow think that there will be enough working people left to fund all their schemes for the third world. Free college, free health care, free food, free housing, everything free seems to be what they want, except freedom for the rest of us, which unfortunately in their world is in short supply. I think the issue raised in this report is the number one issue for the 2018 campaign for those candidates who want the nation to continue and who actually want to win their election. Unrestricted immigration from the third world is the number one issue. If I were a candidate in 2018, I would hang that 20-pound bag of human feces sitting on the street in San Francisco around the necks of every Democrat politician in the country. At least that's how I see it, folks. Till next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.